pretty sure they don't know what that means. <laughs> They're Boy Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to change a damn word. This is stupid. <laughs> Why? Birds of Paradise is getting a reprint. What? Yeah, Birds of Paradise is getting a reprint. Mbop. Get it? Yeah, I get it. B-O-P, yes. Yeah, B-O-P, bop. It's getting a reprint, though? Yeah, it's getting a reprint in the new Guild Kits. Oh, I didn't even know yeah, that. So the Guild Kits came out this week. We're not going to talk about it, but Bob, <laughs> Birds of Paradise is getting a reprint. I, I just been, learned something I today. Am being, I've been holding on to this song since Dominaria. <laughs> That's crazy. I, it's one of those songs where like, I got this one ready. I got three in the... the I've been That's sitting on this shortest. forever. So Hanson. Yeah. Mbop. Great. That was fantastic. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's so easy. You're such a cop out. I can't believe it. That's ridiculous. Anyway. It was an amazing idea. <laughs> All right, welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. Who's super jealous, and I'm Lowry. <laughs> I'm not Smith. jealous at all. Oh, don't worry. We are cousins. Hey, we didn't do that on our battle boxes. That's all we right. Totally forgot. I, I was like waiting for you to stop talking, and I couldn't jump in because you and then kept, you forgot. You kept going. And like, <laughs> I have the memory of like a br- like a bird of a brain. <laughs> so of a bird, bird brain. <laughs> Get it? Mbop. Mbop. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, we did do battle boxes. Did we say this is episode 49? Oh, this is episode 49. But- and then you can also find us on <laughs> Commander Smith. And then. You- <laughs> 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 I did that. Wrong. That was my fault. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube at Commander Smith. You can find us on Twitter at Commander Smith. You can email us at Commander Smith. Gmail. There Gmail. We go. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at Commander Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Normally, I'm the one that does it. And I know. The one that said, I, I'm just here. To oh, say things. okay. So <laughs> we did just get done. It's late for us because we just got done doing battle boxes. That's a great excuse. Yeah. Uh, not gonna spoil anything. The only thing I'm gonna spoil is there was a cement mixer involved. Somebody with this took one. a cement mixer and. and- it did, is interesting. Did right? Lowry finally win did a he? value out of the bat, like the battle box? Did, like, did you get right now? I'm like five o or o five? Yeah, oh and so five. where, where did I? I'm real bad at opening boxes <laughs> for some. It is, so did I finally break? You'll out have to of, check that video out. We will have that later this week, or actually, probably we'll take it with this podcast. This podcast will come out first. And then once we get the video up and running, we'll tag that on the yeah, podcast. So just so. check us out, and then you can. Uh, yeah, if you su- if you subscribe to us on YouTube, you can. Then you'll just you'll know. see it popping up yeah. there. So it's it's interesting. I love this style that we do with <laughs> it's, it. It's much more fun, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this week, what are we doing for episode forty nine? Uh, so we both had separate pre release experiences. Yeah, weird, really yeah. weird, because. It's the first time I went to a pre-release and I didn't know a damn person there. Yeah. I, I like it a lot more when you're there to be able to like hold my hand when I lose <laughs> my first match. And then you're like, it's all right, Lowry. It's okay. You'll come back. Yeah. Uh, so we did that. Uh, I did mine on Friday. You did yours today. Sunday. So you Afternoon, had a yeah. magic, magic day. It's been a good day. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to get into Commander Spotlights. I built uh, the Nikia deck with... Only creatures and land. This is gonna be awesome. So <laughs> I'm excited uh, to see be this deck go, and then we'll finish up with our Smith specs of the week. But let's first, how did uh, everything go for you for pre-release? Pre-release was a lot of fun. I there was a ton of good games on my side. Um, I picked Orzov 
because everybody else was picking Orzov. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I texted you after Friday and I yeah. was like, pick Orzov. It's the strongest one. Like I felt like that was strongest and Rakdos was the second <laughs> strongest because the the amount of creatures and direct damage stuff. Uh, but how'd your games go? Um, you know what? I the first match. I kind of just, uh, the Hydroid Crassus, the guy pulled it in game one and two. Such and, a good card. Yeah, and it just kind of wrecked me. Like, it's hard to come back in limited how, from that. How much did he cast it? The The first game was a 4-4, so he drew two cards, gained two life, not a big deal. But the second game I was winning, and he, it was a 10-10. <laughs> so he gained five life, drew five cards, oh. and then like went up to where my life total was. And I was just like, I can't race this. Yeah, that's crazy. And so uh, he just kind of dived, and then he like at he was holding on. He had two of the mythic angels that that have flash, and when they come into play, if you would, yeah. So he's just sitting on that just in case. (laughs) And I was just like, you should have probably just played that and just beat the crap out of me with it. He's like, "Eh, you're probably right. That's crazy. So he was playing three colors then, huh? Yeah, Simic with a splash of uh, white. Yeah, and I and I was Orzov, so black white with a splash of blue, about even, but. It was a it was kind of a no brainer for me because I I got a black white shock land a blue white shock land and then two guild gates of each blue white and black white nice and so and then nice with the shocks yeah and the the blue was pretty nice for the evasion and uh, like I had a lot of flyers in that realm so did you get anything that fit in your deck like rare wise besides your foil no yeah pre-release? I only got Tasa and I think that was the only rare I that, played that's all I only got my foil pre-release rare for yeah. my deck everything else was off color so uh, but then you won second match second match I won yeah and that I mean again really good that one was Rakdos like dude before I even had a creature like I play a creature and then he stole it and then hit me for seven I was at 13 with oh. like no real creature I was like oh geez I'm in I'm in trouble here uh and I was able to battle my way back with uh like Dovin's acuity the one where you gain two life and draw a card, draw a card. I was able to like play it and then kill hit one of his creatures to bring it back to my and then just like slowly gain back an advantage that way because he was running out of cards really quick nice um, so then you ended up winning. Did you win? 2-0? I, yeah, I, I went two zero with that one. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, two zero on that one. But they, it was really close. Like both games, I was down to four. Oh, <laughs> and then I had because I was, was I, games. again. I had a lot of like flyers that were like one power, mm-hmm. and so in his at Rakdos, they got a lot of like five threes yeah. and there's like a six five that was just wrecking face on me, but it was coming down later, and so I'm like. One, two damage. And he's like, six. I'm like, block. I lose a creature. Like, it was kind of starting to get a little brutal. So, so did I, you have a lot of the afterlife stuff in yours? I did not. You didn't I, get a lot I of that. pulled, I got two of the uncommons that are afterlife two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the chick, the two guy, one. the guy, the Rakdos guy, where I got to play it a lot, he had the, there's a instant that exiles target creature with power three or less. Yep. And he was able to do that on my afterlife card. So I didn't even end up with. Oh, you didn't get your guys. With the afterlife. Ah. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty solid against me. Yeah. I will admit that. And then what was your third game? Third game was against like a uh, Simic splashing red. And that one, uh, I got mana screwed on the first game. Like it, I was at two in my hand. And then I didn't draw anything for like four turns, Ugh. no land. But he was at three with no lands. Like we were just like, well, we're just gonna try. <laughs> and uh, 
ended up he just kind of rolled me on that one because he was playing a lot of like i said simic but it was more of a riot deck so he would just haste and oh, okay get it in and uh, before That's i could remove said. saying yeah just get it in it's a riot <laughs> uh and so and like he had some really cool plays and good turns but i was just able to attrition out with like enough removal spells that like there's a six mana sorcery that's in black that destroy target creature deal two damage that kind of just helped me get there a little bit because i was able to play like multiple creatures in a turn so you have to life going two wins after that you beat them both the next so you went two one so i went two one in the matches and it was a really good time so i hope people were able to get out there and Uh, any notable rares and stuff besides the shock lands yeah i got two shock lands and then i got the tasa as my foil pre-release and i was pretty happy about that i want that yeah (laughs) Uh, well, I went 3-0. Um, and you were Orzov, Black, Orzov, White, Straight, yeah. right? There was a crap ton of removal that I had. I actually got those those same destroy creature things that you had. Yeah. I had two of them. That and I didn't even, damage. I didn't even play them because really? I had such better. I had Oof. Mortify. I had the, the two-drop one where it's black and white. Uh, what is it? Sacrifice a is it permanent or five life or, or yeah. yeah. I had that. I had creatures that did it. I had the the remove with a creature with a three or less, you know, power. Oh, exile. I had that. So my problem was I had two of those that exile with power three or less, mm-hmm. but I read it as converted mana cost. Oh, which is a, a very big difference because mm-hmm. somebody. Uh, they exiled my Tesa, and I was like, "Can you can do that?" I was like, "Oh yeah." I was hoping that Tesa would stick around and block a ton, but just was exiled. And I was huh. like, oh, brutal. Yeah. So then I actually had a ton of the afterlife stuff. I had the two. I got two of those. The the two one vigilance one. I had mm. two five threes that had afterlife two. I had. It just there, there were so many things, and the, all my stuff had removal, so I never got below fourteen life the entire wow. all the games because I was gaining wow. life too. I had a lot of the stuff that when it came into play, target player discards a card, I gained three life. So I had a lot of flyers. Everything just freaking flew over everybody. So um, first game I went against a Simic deck that had a splash of white in it. Uh, he got kind of mana flooded in the first game, and I killed him pretty quick. That was over in like five minutes. Hmm. And then the second game, he kind of got mana screwed. Um, yeah, that never that's never fun when somebody yeah. like, just floods or screws. and then He was still able to do stuff. Uh, he just, because that splash of white is what was kind of throwing him off a little bit. But he had, you know, the Simic uh, is it Ascendancy, the enchantment. Is that what it's that one? The called? green blue enchantment. Yeah, yeah, he had that, and it was kind of cool because he was trying to get. He got ten counters on it. Oh wow! Yeah, so he got halfway there, but you know, I had so much flying and so much removal that I wiped out his board. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, then the second game, uh, second match, I went against another Orzov deck, and I just had better stuff <laughs> i don't know like yeah i mean it, that happens yeah <laughs> like he was removing like killing my stuff but then i was getting i had so much afterlife that i was able to just keep running through him um it just he had a nice the yeah, uh, you're the able wrath. to stop the big oh the black white wrath he had the wrath uh, kaya's yeah. wrath yeah yeah that's actually that what it is yeah. yep uh but he uh, that i had a huge board presence with that and i was about to kill him and he played that and it was like you know the top mm-hmm. card he drew into it uh but then all my stuff died and i got more one one so it was like he killed my board but now i have about have yeah, like with... four or five one one so i was able to just run through them on that and then game three 
uh, went against a Rakdos deck, and I think he had a splash of something in there. Um, yeah, splashing seems pretty easy in like sealed. I don't, mm. I don't. It's probably better in uh, draft, but yeah, I have this no idea. I, I always typically play two. Like I've never splashed. I almost did this time because you. You're getting such a core set because you get the guild pack and you mm-hmm. have a lot of cards and it's like, hey, I can maybe splash in whatever, you know, um, but nothing matched because I got Domri for as your mythic. <laughs> this is my mythic in there and I got two shock lands as well and nothing fit my color. Okay. So the only rare I had was the the one chick that you tap her and sacrifice, oh, sacrifice two creature. creatures. Oh, they two sacrifice creatures? a creature and you gain... A card and get two mana. I think I so. you had the card. Yeah, I think it has a lot that it does. But that was actually it's pretty a card useful. that I did not like and you enjoyed. Yeah, it was so. actually pretty useful to okay. whiteboard because I had seven removal between creatures and everything, and then her on top of it. I just yeah, removal is king in this kind of in, in a pre-release format. Yeah, and stuff like that. So. so first game on the the finals basically is what that was. Uh, he had. He got really mono screwed where he got two land and they were in his hand like you. Mm-hmm. He went six turns before he got his third land. Mm. But I wasn't like coming out crazy either. I was kind of mono screwed. I got three land and then I was stuck. And it, it, all my cards cost four that I had in my hand. Yeah, I mean, there were there was some times where I, I was just like, nothing's happening for the first like one, two turns. Yeah. Like if you were able to get anything out, you're going to be able to get like three damage. Mm-hmm. In. But then I drew the locket. So then I got up to four, and then all of a sudden the land started coming in, and I just ramped and killed them. So they were fun games, especially because I didn't get below 14. I was never like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. That sounds like awful. (laughs) Even though you're winning, that sounds... But I got cool. I got the foil foil lands from this set, the the cool little foil lands, those... You know, with the art on the bottom, how the different art. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not full art, but they're cool-looking foil. And then I got five posters from each guild. And the, what is it? The Rakdos Uncommon Full Art Foil playset of those guys. Firewheeler? Yeah, Firewheeler. Yeah, got that. And then the packs and all that. So it was pretty sweet. I was happy. My value (laughs) of what I paid, I like tripled what I paid to get in. So that was kind of nice. But yeah, it it was a lot of fun. I wish there were more pre-release events like that. I, I, I wish love... that I could make it so pre-release, like more than one. Yeah, I think that I know. That, like, there's people that just go to every time they can. So, like, a Friday night and then two on Saturday and w- one or two on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, I'd be super burnt out by the end. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd have very angry wives if we did that. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> probably so. would be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was that and. And then we did our box opening tonight. We talked about that. So now I guess we kind of get into what? Commander Spotlight? Yeah. A Spotlight deck. Nikia of the uh, Old Ways, which is green-red. Sweet. Uh, that is... Oh. Yeah, we're we getting should, into it. Let's do this. Should we talk about the card? What does your commander do? What is... Uh, Nikia of the Old Way is a uh, three colorless red-green. It's a 5-5 five, five. You can't play non-creature spells. And then it also doubles your mana for all land that is... Or not doubles, but adds one to every land that you tap of that color. So did you uh, build a, an enchantment deck then? Yeah. <laughs> totally went outside totally, the box yeah. and didn't follow what your commander does? I am <laughs> not going to play it. Yeah, I, dislike, I would dislike that quite a bit. That would be yeah, funny. I went, 
there there are definitely some cards where I'm like, oh, this would be awesome to play in here. But and they just not. Uh, it's, it's a, it, obviously, I I trapped myself in a corner and said I would not play anything but creatures. Um, so I wasn't able to like reach out, but really like it was super easy to put the deck together. What really? Yeah. yeah. Because well, I yeah. only had to go through like half my cards in color. You, you text me like the next day and you're like, uh, I cut it down to this. Uh, I'm down my to 70 done. cards. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Mine's like weeks long to I, do it. I'd spent like, I probably, I, I, I definitely like last week I had it ready. And then this week I spent multiple hours like tweaking it and, and changing it. So when I showed it to you last week, I've probably changed about 10 cards. Oh, okay. So it's it's different from when you last saw it a little bit. Um, so what was some of the difficulties? Well, let's jump into it. We can talk about the end, but uh, what are your difficulties, you think, with the... A Wrath is just going to... Like, it feels like I'm just going to get wrecked by a Wrath. Well, I mean, um, you have enough removal to, like, if other people's stuff? So, like, enchantments and artifacts? The, you have that kind of cover, too? The thing is, is, like, creature removal is so, like, heavy and synonymous with Commander that, like... If you need something to deal damage, like a Balefire Dragon or something, like it's just not going to get through. Because mm-hmm. people are like, well, I'm not going to let you fuck me. And they know. I, I feel like if somebody, if somebody, I'll be able to play this once with Nikia and just ramp like crazy. And then the next game, they're going to kill Nikia. Like yeah. people are just going to save mana or save removal to kill. Because once she comes out, pretty damn powerful. It's like some of the plays that I was able to do when I was gold fishing this deck is crazy, but we can kind of get into that later. Uh, w- another week, I, this is probably like there's a lot of like major holes I feel like in my personal opinion on this one, but like I feel like I don't do anything in like till turn three or four. Okay. Depends on this. And so what I was finding, which was really important um for me was like i didn't want to have like mana dorks Mm -hmm. that tap for one or two mana not a ton of them because i'm already really soft to creature removal so did you go for like getting lands getting lands yeah because then that takes advantage of your nikia because then you're the creature tapping for mana is like that doesn't double your mana it doesn't double your mana like it helps you speed out and ramp into nikia but like if somebody just goes like two damage to all creatures you are so far behind mm-hmm. at that point. So it's much better to put get lands into your hand or into play. Um, so can I see your package? This You get to whenever you want, Ooh, baby. Uh, so this nice actual package. is what's supposed to help me out. It's cycling. So we got Elvish uh, Aberration, and that has forest cycling with it. So it's- so I was I pay two, go search for a forest. And that's essentially... There, there are a lot of like cycling cards that help you, but these are bigger so they help you on the back end as well and yeah. this will tap for three green mana if you want it's a four it's five a six drop six drop yeah green creature so yeah if you need it later on in the game it could be a big badass yep. too uh then you got jungle weaver which is a spider and it's cycle for two mana and it's a five seven reach five six reach five six reach i'm not looking at the card yeah and then you have crozen uh tusker and that's that, cycle for three. Go find a forest, and you get to draw a card off of that for three mana. Oh, yeah. That's its uh, ability once it goes to your graveyard. When you cycle it, that's yeah. what you get to do. Nice. And then, ooh, how do we say this? Shefet Monitor? It's an Amaket cycler, so you're paying four, and you get to go put a basic land into play along with drawing a card. Nice. So it does the same, a similar thing as the Tusker. Mm-hmm. A little bit more, but then you get to actually put it into play, which is pretty sweet. So those are your... Your package of cycling. Cycling. And that's just kind of like, I feel like if I'm starting out the game, I need two or, I, you have to have three mana in there. 
and you want something that you're going to be able to play in that mm-hmm. round. This next package is more of like the the mana ramp get package. Get more your mana out. Yeah. So you have Oracle Moldiah. Everybody knows what that is. You get to play an extra land. You can play Re- the top, reveal the top card of your library. If it's, if it's a, a land, land, put it into play as well. Then you have Courser of Crewfix, which Similar, same thing, but you gain life when yeah. it comes in. Uh, Mina and Den is one of our where everything well, began we when we yeah. started actually specking, and that allows you to put another land into play as well, and gives trample to a creature uh, when you return a land if you tap two and put it. Uh, yeah, and green. Uh, Wayward Swordtooth, so one of my picks from a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and that's uh, the Ascend thing, which is easy it's, to get in Commander. Yeah, it's three mana, five five Ascend is really powerful and mm-hmm. easy to get, super easy to get. Um, and the other important part about this, like you could put Azusa Lost But Seeking that is a one-two yeah. and you get to put two lands into play. The thing with this though is like that's super fragile to whereas this is actually a late game beater as a five-five. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, there's there's a, a couple cards that allow me to fight in this deck as well. So you can which, use it, yeah. yeah which allows- Because even which if it can't attack or whatever, you can still use it to fight, mm-hmm. you know. And then your last one, one of my favorites, Ramanap, Ramanap Excavator, just allowing myself to get um, the fill or the the fetch lands back. Um, and then this next package is kind of more of like my draw package that's uh, allowing me to have more uh, card advantage. So you have Garuk's Horde, which is going to be nice if you have Oracle Moldiah out and Garuk's Horde. You pretty much can play every card off the top of your deck. For a while, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then if Nikki is in play, you definitely can. Yeah, So, and that's uh, also with the Vizier... Of the Menagerie. Menagerie but you don't have to show it on that one. That one is super powerful. Yeah, because, I've liked this one a long, yeah. for a while. It, was it expensive? It's 3 or $4 okay. right now. Uh, but that one, it, as well, you look at the top card of your library, may cast the top card of your library if it's a creature. So it's the same thing as Garuk's Horde. Then you have Heartwood, Storyteller... Whenever a player plays a non-creature spell, each of that player's opponents draws a card. That's pretty so sweet. It, you kind of help other people out, but you're never going to have somebody mm-hmm. draw off of you playing a non-creature spell because you don't have any. Yeah. So you're you're going to get much more out of that. So they got Ripjaw Raptor, which when he gets damaged, you get to draw a card. And that, that helps with the fight mechanic a bit, okay, too. Okay, so you're making him do damage. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soul of the Harvest, which is whenever you play a non-token creature, or when it enters the battlefield, you get to draw a card. It also is a 6-6, six, six, which is nice. With Trample, yeah. And then Beast Whisperer, which is an awesome card. Whenever you cast a creature spell, you draw, draw a, card. a card. And then Tireless Tracker. which This is- card is just feels like really, really always more and more powerful whenever I play with it. Because whenever you put a land into play, you put a clue into play. Whenever you're sacrificing sacrifice a clue you, you put a one-on-one one counter, counter on it. it and that just helps you with your drawing and you're playing so much land that that's you're going to get tons of clues exactly and, all that and if nikki is in play you're just tapping one to sacrifice that clue and draw a card um just a like and yeah the the graveyard recursion so you got eternal there. witness uh green warden of Mur- marasa then you got Felden of the Third Path, and then Scavenging News oh, to kind of destroy or hate. to yeah. get rid of the graveyard stuff. And you're gaining life and getting counters. Now, there's there's another card that I was seeing other people play, which was uh, Paleoloth, which is whenever you cast uh, a creature with power five or greater, you get to bring a creature card back from your graveyard. Mm-hmm. And what I was finding with that card was, number one, it, was way, it, it wasn't as consistent as... Green Warden of Murasa at six mana. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, like, it's probably more powerful, but just the consistency with Green Warden is being able to get a land back, and then if it dies, you get to bring back any other card from your graveyard. Like, 
that just felt like it was going to be more consistent. But that's something that you can probably switch in and out depending on what you have. Yeah, I'm already like thinking of stuff, and I'm like, man, you could have uh, what's the artifact that whenever you play a creature, you can scry at the beginning of your turn, the scry one. And then, but the thing is, it's not a creature. So you can't, like, I'm thinking of things oh, that you yeah, can yeah. add. And I'm like, shit, you can't do that. Because yeah, so whenever you cast a uh, creature, pay a green, draw and then a card. You draw a card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, damn, but you can't use that in this. So, you, yeah, again, you can, you can. But this was just your because stipulation. Because in my opinion, yeah, if you had Swiftfoot Boots and the Lightning Greaves, I, those all come underneath. I just, if I was going to play with... Oh, yeah, you don't even spells. have a sensei's top yeah. or a soul ring. No, no soul ring. Oh. <laughs> you're so, one of the one percent, the point one percent that don't have a soul ring in so this I, deck. In this type of deck, I would say anything underneath Nikia's like converted mana cost, like that's perfectly fine to play. Anything bigger, you start kind of, um, it starts gonna, it's gonna just be a dead card most mm-hmm. of the time. Even if you draw it later, it's a dead card. But if Nikia dies, um, you can do stuff <laughs> not do it you, you just do other yeah. stuff hopefully all right so next one is uh stone stone hoof chieftain this is yeah, a, pretty, this is a protection commander package yeah so then it has trample indestructible whenever another creature you control attacks it gains trample and indestructible until end of turn so that's for again sweet. like you play this attack with your creatures they all have indestructible and again oven tracker which we'll get to allows you to fight so at that point they're indestructible and you can potentially, if you were going to trade, you now not. It's a uh, and it's an eight eight, and it's an eight eight <laughs> yeah. indestructible. Uh, Whisperwood Elemental. That's pretty sweet because what it does is uh, at the beginning of your end step, you manifest the top of your library, which is you take the card, put it down, and it's a two two. If it's a creature, you can, you can flip it for by its cost. Its mana cost. So since everything's either lands or creatures, you can flip every single one of those cards. Yep. Because the problem is. If it isn't wait until when it's flipped, and that, so yeah, so I can I can flip those cards for its converted mana cost. If it's a land, it just stays a two two, but it gives me more creatures. And the nice thing about it on the second part of the card is you can sacrifice it, and any non token non manifested card that dies, you get to manifest a card off the top, mm. and that's that protection against a wrath. So if somebody goes to wrath, you sacrifice it, all of your creatures basically become manifested, and so you still have a board presence afterward. And if you're able to flip them, you can flip them for that. Um, and so that's kind of part of that protection. Well, and the other part of Manifest is like why it's kind of hard with other decks is if it's an artifact or an instant or whatever, you can't, you can't flip, flip it. it. Still but a 2-2. Two, two. You can flip. And then if you have land under there, it's like, whatever, it stays a 2-2. Two, two. Yep. Sweet. Uh, Spearbreaker Behemoth. And that one is indestructible. And you can tap... Is it one? One. One target creature with power five or greater is indestructible. So this turn. A, let's say you have Nikki in play, and that's at five. Um, and let's the next turn you go up to six mana. You can tap four mana for this, have two left over, protect Nikia with indestructible, and potentially even play like another spell. Mm-hmm. And so that that is where you're you're having a ton of mana you just kind of leave one or two land up and you're able to protect all of your big creatures that's with awesome that and then you have archetype of endurance and your creatures have hexproof creatures your opponents control lose hexproof and can't gain hexproof have or gain hexproof pretty straightforward yep and then you got teamer Sabertooth, and that's two and two green <clears throat> i can return a creature there i control to my hand and then it gains indestructible. Nice. And so, so if you're having the stuff that has 
ETB stuff, you're able to do it again. You can double it up, yeah. or you can just return Nikia back to your hand to protect it. Yeah. That can sit around and be blocked and blocking because it's indestructible. It's a very uh, um, useful card in this kind of deck. And then Soul of the New of New Phyrexia. I like this card. Makes no. your stuff indestructible. You tap five permanents. You control gain indestructible until on a turn. And then if it's in your graveyard, you can exile it by tapping five, and your permanents gain indestructible until on a turn as well. So even if it doesn't survive, you can still do it when it's in your graveyard. So that's yep. kind of the nice thing. Uh, this is going to be the trample package, essentially, getting your big guys through. So you have the Kessig World Run, or Wolf, Wolf Run. Run, and that is it just taps for mana, but then you can tap a red green x target creature gets x plus o and gains trample until end of turn skarg 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 and that just gives plus one plus one and trample for a green and a red then ronus uh the indomitable indomitable snowman <laughs> um it has death touch but it also it's a god but another creature gets two plus o and gains trample until end of turn. And it can attack or block if i ha if you have a creature and so the Oh, yeah, and then Nylia. Nylia, God of the Hunt. That gives your... You can tap four. Target creature gets two plus two until end of turn, and all your creatures have trample. And I don't consider that cheating, even though it could be an enchantment. Nah, it's a creature. <laughs> it's a creature. It's a creature. And then Crater of Behemoth. I'm surprised you didn't add in the uh, the new one. Well, I didn't have it. I didn't you add do in any now. of the new... Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one important thing that... Uh, is there are times where you're going to run out of cards or not want to play cards and mana sinks are going to be really important. And that's Nilia and Ronus both give bonuses or Keswick Wolf run can dump a ton of mana into a creature while giving it trample. Yeah. And you'll see have... other cards that utilize that as well in this deck. Was it hard for you to play crater of behemoth? I know you try to stay away. It from... was, <laughs> you, you suggested it yeah, and then like... I started kind of like, yeah, I think I need this. Yeah, because your creatures are huge and frick. That just that's your game winner yeah, right there. Yeah. All right, uh, and then some ones. This package is more with uh, what is this one for? It's just removal. Just removal. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Okay. Here we go. Pelucranos. No. Oh, you didn't want me to try. <laughs> World Eater, and that it can become monstrous if you tap green and X and X. And when it becomes monstrous, it deals X damage divided any way you choose uh, any target creatures or... No, just your creatures, right? Among any other number of target you creatures, your opponent... Yep. Uh, yeah, your opponents. Each of those creatures deals damage to its power to this. So, so the, the thought here is it's a four it. drop, and so it could be a 5-5. Five, five, but at the... If you play uh, this turn four, Nikia turn five, turn six, you have 12 mana available to be able to deal you know, one, three, ten. It'd be five damaged, and he's spread out anywhere you want, and it's a 10 10 then. So. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It deals X damage of XX. And so if you're putting, if you're paying 11, one is green, and then five and five. Yeah, so five. And so it'd be strong. a it'd be a ten ten, and it's dealing five damage. And if they have, if you're killing ten power, that's perfectly fine as well. You're yeah. gonna make sure that you're dealing or killing creatures. And they got walking ballista, which you can add counters to it. And if you have that much mana, you'll be able to add a ton of counters to it. Yep. And they can remove them at any point to do one damage to any target creature or player. And you can pay four to add another counter yeah. to it. Again, another mana sink, yep. which is important. And then steel hellkite, which is basically gonna get through 
and kill anything pretty much that you're hitting that player with each non-land permanent so it's a good way to destroy creatures artifacts enchantments all that fun stuff mm. this uh, is my anti-counterspell yeah <laughs> i like this this is my favorite package uh so vexing shusher and we've talked about that one before but it is uh two two and you can hybrid gruel yep and target spell can't be countered yeah it can't be countered now the nice thing is if there's a dickhead counterspell player you can protect everybody yes <laughs> you make can. it so because yeah it does say target spell can't be countered by spells or abilities so yeah you can be like oh you're gonna counter them no you're not <laughs> uh then dosin the falling leaf which is players can play spells only during their own turns i like that as well and then these are probably my two most like tap for mana creatures and they're pretty sweet so yeah shaman of forgotten ways which you can add two mana of any color you can tap it to give you two money two mana of any combination of colors to your mana pool spend this mana to cast creature spells and um, you can pay 11 <laughs> tap it yeah if, if if you have formidable and formidable. then everybody's life total becomes the amount of creatures they have. That's pretty sick. So you can kind of stop those uh, so it's, life gain decks and bring them down to... It's that biorhythm, isn't that? That, that which is banned. Banned, yeah. So. And you easily get formidable in this deck, and you easily get 11 mana in this deck. And normally, <laughs> you can just you have enough power on board if they don't have enough blockers to just get through and That's kill them. pretty crazy. I like that a lot. That gets rid of some of the life gaining stuff and all that. Uh, and then you have Selvala, Heart of the Wilds, and she has whenever another creature enters the battlefield, its controller may draw a card if its power is greater than each other creature's power. So you're banking on that your stuff is bigger than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then so other players draw, won't be able to draw because you're having the bigger creatures. Yeah. And then it does have add mana um, to your mana pool where so it's tap one green, tap it, add X mana to your mana pool, and any combination where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. So, so no matter it's what, it's going to give you like two, but you're paying a green. You know what? We actually did miss Dose in the Falling Leaf is anti-counter spell. Oh, is it? Yep, I said okay. it. I missed that. Yeah, you were going to your next package. You just keep playing just with your package. Uh, this is my, my flash, flash package here. So Yeva, Yeva, <laughs> Nature's Herald. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> That's Little John's fault, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Two and two green, four, four, flash. You may cast green creature cards as though they had flash. And then Winding Canyons makes it so you can play creature cards whenever you play instance so that allows you to be able to kind of a reserve list card yeah well yeah you just want to save yourself if somebody's gonna wrath or Mm -hmm. kill you or you can flash in and block that's a way for this deck to do creature killing because Mm -hmm. you could flash it in and block you don't have any blockers yeah uh and then this is my fight package (laughs) <laughs> your fight package gruel first rule about fight package don't talk so you about don't it. talk about it so let's not talk about <laughs> it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have to we right, just move in. No. uh but gruel rage beast rage beast when it uh enters the battlefield or another creature enters the battlefield under your control that creature fights target creature and opponent controls and it's a seven drop and then you have yule ulvenwald ulvenwald tracker and that you can tap two target creature you control fights another target creature. Yeah. Um, and so moving on to my other mana doubles. Oh, so you're gonna <laughs> double double. You can hey, you I, can even quadruple the amount or triple the amount of uh, 
a land production. It's, it's pretty, pretty sweet. sick. So Voren clicks, which Voice of Hunger is a really good card. Did we Doubles have this? Is our core cards? I'm sure we had. We have. Yeah. We've had all the Praetors as core cards. Yeah. So that one just doubles your mana, and then opponents when they tap their land for mana, it doesn't untap on their next untap phase, which is mean. But, but it's good. You're, you're already so one dimensional with all yeah. the creatures. You need to be mean. And then Regal Behemoth, which is a really good card. I'm hoping we can finally get it's, Monarch in there. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I hope was we finally point. get to see it. So if you, uh, if you're the Monarch, you you double your mana. And then I think that's it with it, right? And then Monarch is if you are the Monarch at the end of your turn, you draw a card. So when you play it, you will draw a card at the end of that turn. And uh, your mana's doubled right there. And it's just, it's a little bit of redundancy if people are aiming at Nikia. Like if somebody's wasting all their stuff on Nikia and then you play Vorinclex, you got them. Yeah, you got another way of doing it. Nice. Uh, a little haste package. I got a couple lands in there. and then So the two. Red Praetor, which is the Urabrask. Urabrask. The hidden, which gives your stuff haste, and then opponent's stuff enters tapped. I and then it's org, <laughs> org battle diver no. driver, <laughs> ogre. Uh, so this one, your creatures enter the battlefield, and they get two plus O and haste. So it gives them a little bit of a. Front. Now these ones are really kind of an, uh, important, and I've debated on putting more creatures that give all your creatures haste as well in here mm-hmm. because there are times where. Um, if you've ramped a ton and then you play Nikia and if you're able to, you know, that turn still develop like 12 mana or the next turn, you can lay four or five huge creatures down that just surprise the crap out of people. Um, but you could even, you know, ogre into eight, nine, 10, org. 12. Org. So you can <laughs> org and crater hoof behemoth the turn after you play Nikia with six mana. That'd be crazy. That's eight and four. And so... Behemoth gets plus two plus zero in haste. It already has haste anyway, but then they all get plus X plus X. It can it can get really crazy. Uh, and then these, this last little package is just a bunch of one-offs that I found pretty powerful. So Myogen, the Life's Web, <clears throat> what that does is it comes in with a Divinity counter on it, and it's indestructible as long as it has the Divinity counter. You can remove it, put target... Put any number of creatures, cards from your hand into play. You can empty your hand like yeah. crazy. And again... If you cast that spell and then remove the counter that turn, if you have a haster in play, they all get haste. And so you can just unload your hand and attack for That's a ton. That's crazy, yeah. Nullstone Gargoyle, uh, it's a nine drop, four, five. Whenever whenever the first non-creature spell each turn is played, counter that spell. It'll never affect you. Yeah, that's awesome. Duskwatch Recruiter, awesome card. So if you have a lot of mana, you can start filtering through and getting yep. your creatures and stuff. Again, that's another one that works really well with the Myogen. Because mm-hmm. if you go Myogen, wait till the next turn, and then that turn you use up like 9, 12 mana, get four more creatures into your hand, and then drop them all with the Myogen pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And then Captivating Crew, gain control of target creature and opponent controls until end of turn. Untap that creature, it gains haste. Activate this ability only anytime you can cast a sorcery. So you're Again, taking another mana sink that allows you to just keep taking their whole board, yep. and then you can attack through. Seedboard Muse, we all know what that does. Untap. Untaps all your permanents. And, and then, again, if you have those mana sinks, you can gain a lot of advantage there. Then Kazul, Tyrant of the Cliffs, three and a red. It is a five-four Org Warrior. <laughs> we have you just to, like I uh, you're like org. Oh we my. have to make a, a token card that's an no, org. <laughs> Whenever a creature an opponent controls attacks, if you're the defending player, get a three three org 
creature token ogre. onto the battlefield. It's an ogre. ogre. Don't listen <laughs> to him. You're getting yeah, confused I'm now. You're it up. <laughs> uh, you get to put a 3-3 org, ogre, onto the battlefield unless that player pays three. And it's for each creature. So that is, Yeah, and that's the one thing that I don't think I ever noticed up until, like, uh, I think my Xantra deck. I probably until after that, but for every creature that attacks you, they have to pay three. Yeah. And then for every creature that they don't pay three for, you get that ogre. That feels really good. I thought good. for a second there you thought you said it wrong. <laughs> Wait, is it supposed to be org? <laughs> no, I was pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, that's the, the general gist of the deck. It seems pretty sweet. It's funny, though, because, like I said, I'm going through in my head. I'm like, oh, you could add this. And I'm like, that's not a creature. It's not, it's, it's not yeah, a creature. I think you could put in end rays, though. Oh, sure. I'm I'm for sure going to try and fit it in yeah, there. I think it's be a really cool card. Keeping that vigilance and still doing kind of what Crater Hoof does. Yeah. I, I have a really hard time, um, like saying oh this card's going to be here and believe that it's going to be good without testing it out mm-hmm. and so if i don't have it in hand i'm not like a real digital person if you've been listening to this <laughs> podcast i don't really do i want i like my photos in my albums and uh, yes. <laughs> i remember like, he just got out of his flip phone yeah i like cash in my wallet like <laughs> that's so weird i don't carry cash at all anymore that's fine i like to have a 20 on me yeah so my wallet is my phone because it has my cards in it. i do I know not I sh- use my phone yeah, no, you don't <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what was it we were talking a couple months ago and i was like oh yeah just buy whatever with your phone and you're like no that's no i'm way. like way to sound like an old man yep. <laughs> you're like i've never used my phone to buy anything i'm like that's how i buy everything i don't auto pay my bank like from my bank account or anything <laughs> uh yeah old some people call me Larry. weird but I, I like to just say that i'm uh new fashioned so yeah that is we're gonna test these decks out i don't know next couple weeks maybe but you're about to go on uh, i'm gonna be gone so we'll double cast next week probably yeah uh and then we'll probably have we to, won't have time we'll probably do it until when, when you come back and we'll kind of yeah. talk about how the decks go so yeah mine will be tasa next week i kind of have an interesting twist i don't think i've i haven't seen anybody else's decks but i don't think people are doing what i'm doing no, you're super original. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen what you're doing either. So well, but I kind of gave you the idea of what I was doing. Doing like sure. Oh more... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you did tell me. Sorry. So yeah, all right. Should we move into Smith specs? Smith we can specs do that. I don't. Uh, was there anything else I wanted to mention on it? Like I felt. I feel like this deck can be really powerful. Like you're throwing a ton of big creatures out there. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like you can become a little bit of the arch enemy, where like. People are like, wow, that's that's a lot of five fives yeah. or like just a lot of powerful things. But you could definitely win out of nowhere with this. But this is when we started back when we were kids. This is Little Lowry's wet dream right I here. Do enjoy you this. just made this deck, and if he would have known that you were making this, oh, he'd be so proud. There, there's a sorcery that I almost uh, snuck in. Snuck in, yeah. It's uh, I believe it's called Primal Surge, and I think this oh, that's yeah. a um, it's ten mana, but uh, you reveal cards. And you put every permanent into play until you get a non-permanent card. And so <laughs> so since, you play your whole deck. So you get your whole deck. Everything gets haste because you have haste. That would be funny. And you just all out attack and you <laughs> hope that nobody fogs you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that and so the thought there would be is, um, but you would have you to have, kill yourself? No, you kill everybody because you're not drawing. It's revealing the top card, and if it's a permanent, it comes into play. So you do your entire deck. It's, 
So you reveal until okay. So when there's nothing and then left, when there's then nothing it, left. Then you're just like, okay, that effect ends. I'm moving to my attack phase. You have Kessig Wolf Run that will be able to trample. Are you about you to do another uh, We Were Wrong segment no, here? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, this is, it's a common thing. Like, a lot of people put this in Rurik Thar, which is going to be a permanent heavy deck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, almost a creature heavy deck as well. Um, so, but this, that card would be pretty fun. But you'd have to work hard, too. Um, I think you'd have to add more sacrifice outlets in there. Because you'd have to, you like use all of your mana to get to ten and potentially more, but then you got to get rid of Nikia as well and then cast the sorcery. Mm. So like it was going to be more work, and I just avoided and, that. And you said all creatures. So. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you stuck to your guns. And I think Scout's Honor. <laughs> That's how you do it, right? I don't know. I never was in Boy Scouts. I wasn't either. So we're just and no one's seeing what you're doing right would, now. Anyways, yeah, I went camping. You just put once. two fingers up. It was good. Two in the pink. <laughs> Pretty sure they don't know what that means. <laughs> They're Boy Scouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, all right, so let's move into Smith Spec. Smith Specs of the week, guys. <laughs> um, this week, I guess I'll start. I have it listed as that. So, um, I kind of my first two are kind of dealing with what we saw with the pre-release stuff. Uh, so one of the cards that I really liked, and you we know thought Sorry, this card... thinking about it, I probably should have been a Boy Scout, Why especially off of what I said. <laughs> Why is that? They never see the thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you have a kid to prove it. <laughs> they don't have a man scout. So like... <laughs> uh, all right. So my first one is uh, light up the stage, and I'm more focused. Actually, I had both. I put foil on there, but you could also go for the... Uh, regulars i'm hoping for this one to drop under five for foils and then picking up the non-foils for maybe 75 cents 50 cents to 75 cents i just think this card is a really freaking good card and i don't think it's gonna be a in standard like crazy but i think it could be used in other formats as well even in commander i think it could be used um yeah i was thinking this would be really good in that uh that Niv-Mizzet deck that you build, oh, yeah. or even in like the standard Niv-Mizzet thing, where it's just kind of like you're casting it, you're going to draw a card, ping. Actually, like, I did go to... against somebody in Arena that was doing that. Like, doing... It wasn't Niv-Mizzet, but it was just all direct damage, and they played this, they were just hitting me. Like It yeah. was crazy how much draw they got into it, it. It seems really powerful, and I think it'd be good in Commander as well. Just one red, potentially drawing two cards. That's could you really see, good. Could you think this could go in Modern? Modern? Because what people use faithless looting, yes. right? Well, faithless looting, but that is has the to discard graveyard strategies. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it gets exiled, and then you have—is it exiled? Yeah, yeah it's exiled, exiled, and then you have until next until your end it. of your next turn. I, I think this is very good. I, I I can see it. Yeah, I'd play it. Yeah, because I don't play modern, but <laughs> yeah, I'd play it. <laughs> I'd play it. I could say I could say that it's yeah. total bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, so like I said, I'm looking for this card, light up the stage to the foils dropping under five, hoping they start to drop a little yeah, bit. No, right I, now, they're about six bucks. It, it does seem really powerful. Yeah. So that that's what I would I would put it at. I can easily see people playing it. Uh, and I would compare it to other cards that draw you two cards. Mm-hmm. This is card advantage straight up. Yeah. And it's cheap because you're going to be able to get damage in that style of deck. 
So and then, like I said, if you pick up the non foils, I I bet they're, you they're it's around a dollar right now. Yeah, and if you can get them for seventy five cents, I think this will get up to a couple bucks, maybe a dollar yeah. or two if it gets used in standard, especially. Yeah, again, yeah, I wouldn't just give them away. I you know trade them if you yeah. get a place that might be able to sell them for like eight bucks down the road. If you go to the card store and you find them in the the common the, uncommon yeah, section. Pick these bad boys up. Absolutely. All right, uh, next one, Larry. Um, this one's a little bit of a story, but I'm going to say forced fruition foil. Uh, so what I was kind of right now, it's sitting around like 14, 15 bucks. Uh, and that's, I, I picked up a couple at that price. Um, but the weird thing that I was kind of like comparing and contrasting against card kingdom, TCG and, uh, goldfish and goldfish and TCG had, uh, the foil at $14. That, and that made total sense. But Card Kingdom had their regulars sitting around $17, $18. And um, I was like, oh, that's weird. Why would they do that? And I was like, well, I did bring it up with uh, Smothering Tithe. And, you know, when yeah. somebody plays a card, they're drawing seven, you're getting seven. Like, they're not going to be able to keep that's up with that. pretty crazy, yeah. And I feel like that's them kind of hedging their bets on making sure that Force Fruition isn't bought out from them. They see it going up. And so that's more of like, I wouldn't go a whole ton into it but a couple copies picking up a couple foil is not going to be a bad thing and regulars probably aren't a bad idea either they're sitting around seven ish um and again this is a really good card in nekasar which is a really um popular commander deck so um goldfish says that it's at ten dollars but you were seeing them at seven yeah and it even even if card kingdom's pricing is a little off it's still a good buy if you have an uh, a non-foil at 10 and the foil at 14 15 like that disparity isn't right if it's a 10 dollar card your general guessing or like it should be at two and a half yeah. times multiplier which puts that at a 25 dollar card so it's a little underpriced right now and For it's an foil. old set too yeah. i mean from lorwin yeah so yeah no i can definitely i, I would see say that. either way the foil of force fruition is underpriced yeah Sweet. Uh, my next one is another one from the Ravnica, Ravnica Allegiance, and that is this. I just saw this card being played, and I think it's such a good card for Commander. But Theater of Horrors, um, it's another draw engine for red and black. It's an enchantment. The one color is red, black. At the beginning of your upkeep, you exile the top card of your library. If a person or an opponent lost life this turn you may play the exiled card so, so even if it's a land, land you can play it that's the thing is if it said cast you wouldn't be able to play the land and then it's other abilities you can tap three and a red and deal one damage to target opponent or planeswalker so you're able to actually activate this ability so you can start to play the card mm-hmm. um i'm looking at the foils because i think this is more of a commander card uh, I want these foils to drop down below five. So this this is kind of a different week for specs. It's more of for you. keep yeah. an eye on these to drop, and when they start dropping down below that that target, this one I think is more of a commander card. Pick that up when it gets below five. Yeah, foils are for pimping out decks. It, it, standard doesn't use foils as much, so that's why you know mm, sure. they do. But they commander is a long term driver on yeah. so many cards. And so if, if I just think that this card is really good for a three drop that you're getting two cards every turn pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't say you can pick any of the cards that are in that exile from that yeah. whenever you go yeah. to cast. So 
It does seem like a really powerful card. All right, your next pick. Uh, I went with Duskwatch Recruiter. Uh, just kind of going from my deck, seeing, like looking at it and going, this is a really solid, solid card in this style of deck. But I know it's also played in Modern. Um, and I think there's more and more work that's being done on that deck of Duskwatch Recruiter, which turns into uh, Infinite Mana, which goes and searches for your Emmercool, and then you play Emmercool. Yeah, it, and this it's it's this has to be in that deck. It's an amazing card, and like even in Commander with everything too. Like yeah. I, I put that in so many decks, being able to go and filter out your top. And it's, it's in a couple modern decks, like you were just. Yeah, and so it's at at sitting around a dollar. That seems like a really decent price for an uncommon. That's two mana two two that has an ability that can turn into a you know it, it does a lot of things for that m- amount of uh, investment. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I can easily, easily, easily seeing this doubling up to two if, you know, it. I can see this being a 4 or $5 card in the long run. Yeah. Because they're not going to reprint it because it's a flip card and stuff like that, Unless too. It's F- a lot harder. Yeah. Unless they do FTV fucking flip, flip cards again. again. <laughs> God damn them. All right. Uh, my last one. Actually, so we typically don't like, like, I listen to MTG, Fast Finance. Those guys do a good job. Um when they make picks, I try not to use their picks, but this one I think is a very good pick. It's not that I d- don't like their picks. I just don't want to repeat kind of thing. We don't want to copy. But a, a lot of times we'll have repeat. our picks in a there. A lot of times we'll have our picks in. Are you trying to repeat? We're repeating. <laughs> That's what we're trying not <laughs> yeah. to do, right? There's an echo. Echo. But uh, echo. Travis Allen from the MTG Fast Finance picked this this week, and I looked into it, and I was like, that's actually, I think, is a really good pick. There's still a little bit of inventory, but it's uh, Ancestral Vision. Uh, the Iconic Master Foils is what I'm looking at. And kind of the, the thought with this one, and we're already seeing that with the Wheel of Fate, uh, is because and of the, Electro the Dominance well. is gonna be a card i mean that Mm -hmm. card is so good we talked about that when we did the pre-release stuff or not when we did the spoilers and everything when we came to that card it was so what ends up happening is you cast electro dominance and then you're able to cast this for free Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter you can not even pay the mana cost for you can tap two red and then no like zero and you can cast this and draw three cards so the thing with this is the foils are sitting at about i was i picked up my i think i picked up three or four of them but i got them for under 20 and if you compare that to i know it's from time spiral which is another old set but the mm-hmm. foils on that are 90 so the inventory on That's this different yeah the inventory on and this is different art i actually personally like this art better than the original art um hmm. you don't well the other has nostalgic value because it's like hearkening back to ancestral yeah. recall. Yeah. That's, so hmm. this this is uh, it's good. <laughs> it's uh, good. Art. That's but, fine. So just to kind of give you an idea, I bought mine, and then the inventory on TCG was up in the seventies or something like that. I just looked today; it's down to the fifties. So this card is getting bought out, not bought out, but it's being bought. I mean, that's twenty it's being copies. Targeted. Over the well, last and couple as days, as you were saying, like the the red suspend one, the white suspend one, uh, jumped up to like twenty ish dollars, yeah. and they were down around five before that. The black one was already twenty, mm-hmm. um, and so is that living the, end, living end, yeah. yeah. And then the green one's banned in modern, so so that's that, not going to happen. I, I'm just piggybacking on his 
pick because I actually think this is a good pick. Uh, and it's going to be a short-term game. I think it actually is going to happen pretty quick if people start jumping on with electro-dominance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it becomes a deck in modern. This could go way up. It creates a very interesting different deck mm-hmm. to run. So it, I think it'd be solid. So, yeah. All right. Uh, your last pick, Lowry. Uh, it's going to be Discovery uh, slash Dispersal, which is from Guilds of Ravnica. Uh, mostly the Discovery part. You see it in a ton of decks. Uh, and this is Colorless, uh, Demir Hybrid. You get to Surveil 2 and then draw a card. Um, it's sitting around 84 cents on Goldfish right now. And I think this card is just as good as Charter Course, if not better. Um, and because it can go in a mono black deck instead of blue X, mm-hmm. um, it can go in a blue deck and can go in a black deck. It's more versatile. It has a split card. So if you don't need to, you can use the other ability on it. Uh, and chart of course right now is two fifty, And so this, I see, I can see easily hitting $2 this is just as good as that. And I, I actually see discovery hit more modern decks, I believe as well. So I, I think this is pretty underpriced at this point i can easily see it getting to two to three dollars as an uncommon and the foils are at four bucks too so mm-hmm. i mean that's not a bad buy either yeah if it's if it becomes a modern card yeah if it's getting played more and more in modern i think that four or five dollars is a, a perfectly fine price yeah there's six decks that are using it in modern right now yeah. so sweet all right well that's that mm-hmm. <laughs> no, tell me more about this uh, bop i didn't even know they were being reprinted uh so they were uh, they did release the uh guild kits from yeah. uh so uh, i believe it's going to be reprinted in the gruel guild kit i'm not 100 percent because i just was like oh bop perfect <laughs> so then, are you just waiting for the reprint Is yes that, absolutely did you know that there was a reprint coming like no so you just had that waiting. i don't have any yeah it was it could have been in my pocket for like three yeah, years that's what i was gonna say like, and i would have been like if you sang it i would have been like motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i've been sitting on that one for at least six months right now what, i just what art are they using for it the the one that I they always have been okay check that part uh, right. i don't know so, All right. but yeah, the guild kits, I'll, I'll link that too. We haven't talked about it. We haven't even looked through it really. I just, uh, you know, I think it's okay. Each one of them, do they have a good card? Need? I, Master of Cruelties is getting a reprint in the black red one. Uh, that's their money card in that one. Um, like I said, Bop in the red, green, blue, white. Be cool if they had different it's art for Bop. I remember it. Love Birds it would Paradise. be cool. Yeah, Birds of Paradise is always keep Birds of Paradise. It's yeah. such a sweet card. Doesn't matter how many copies you have of that. Keep yeah. them all. <laughs> so pretty. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, you guys can follow us or whatever on Twitter at Commander Smith. <laughs> I waited. You can uh, email us at Gmail at Commander Smiths. And you can also subscribe to us, like our stuff on YouTube. At, at Commander Smith, <laughs> and you can check out our video. We will have that if if it isn't posted now, or you're listening on Monday or Tuesday, give it till about Wednesday or Thursday, and we'll have that video up up and running of the mm-hmm. the box opening and, and if the you're in the way mixer. future. It's up. Yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Winky face. Well, yeah, why are you winking at me? Winky face. Just saying. Nice. Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk more? No. <laughs> it's time to go home. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Um, how are we ending this? <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks for listening. All right. We'll see you. Bye. See ya. No, I already said bye. See ya. Gee, <laughs> dude. It almost sounds like the Sega. Sega. See ya. All right. Best system ever. No. Super Nintendo. No. Nintendo. Sega was way better. No. Yeah. Hey, you're crazy. No, you're crazy. You're crazy, man.